Hey y'all, this is Courtney and Imani, and you're listening to the Soul Sisters Podcast. This is episode 10 of the Soul Sisters podcast. If you're listening in for the first time, thank you for joining us. And you are now officially part of the SSP community. So welcome. And for those of you who've tuned into our previous episodes, thank you for your continued support. We really, really, truly appreciate it. Sissy, sissy, what's up, girl? Man, I love our listeners because a couple people hit me up about Tyrone. <laughs> and it was just so funny because some people knew like who he is in real life. So they were cracking up that that was the name that I used for him. And then other people were like, girl, tell me about this Tyrone dude. So it was just very interesting. And it just... um. It just made me chuckle a lot because I'm like, wow, people are actually listening listening to us. One, two, y'all really know about my previous relationships. So that's it's all good, though. Um, other than that, I'm doing well. I can't complain. No, I do have a, a complaint. I take that back. I've been grocery shopping, you know, here in Texas, and the produce is trash, which I'm very (laughs) upset about because I love fresh fruits and vegetables, but the weather here is not conducive to grow fresh produce, so I've I've gone to every organic store there is, a farmer's market, like, there's nothing that just meets my needs. It's all subpar. (laughs) So that is the one complaint that I have. Nevertheless, um, holidays are here, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is this week, and we are going on vacation soon. So, woo-woo. Woo-woo. listen, I've been waiting woo-woo. a long time for this vacation. Yeah. So everything is good. How about you? What's going on? All is well. Work was great last week. We had um, our State of the Black Woman Summit, which was amazing. Um other than that, getting ready to feast for myself, cook this feast for myself for Thanksgiving. Um, super excited about that. Um, and like you said, we're going on vacation, which we need. At least I do. Girl, I we, vacation. not just you. <laughs> we. I know for me, I need this. Put me in there. Um, so I can't complain. I'm just, I'm just excited that it is the holidays and I will be home soon. Thank God. Yeah, that's good. So, last week, we discussed our previous relationships and what we learned from those situations. So, this week, we are talking about how um, we're thinking about future relationships. So, we found an article um, from um, Ebony Magazine that discusses um, relationships from the millennial perspective. So, the author states, to the young men and women in my generation... A relationship means having a connection with someone and being able to show off the success of that relationship, hoping to be an inspiration to someone else, aspiring um, for love or a couple looking for a blueprint for a good relationship. 
Many millennials are looking for someone independent who has their business taken care of and someone who wants to live lavishly and travel the world. They continue to go on and stay in a world filled with Instagram, instant fame, and instant gratification. It's no surprise that millennials want an instant relationship. We as millennials are facing two problems when it comes to relationships and love. On the whole, we are much too focused on celebrity relationships and relationship goals. We're so into comparing relationships and meeting certain goals and requirements, we're forgetting that most of our goals and the celebrity couples we aspire to emulate aren't realistic. So, what were your thoughts on the article? I agree with almost everything that she said. The Mm -hmm. one thing I disagree with is when she mentioned the goals that most celebrity couples have that millennials aspire to emulate aren't realistic. I disagree with that. If she is referring to materialistic things such as such as, you know, money, cars, homes, that is completely realistic because wealth is the believer's portion. You know, we're not supposed to have financial lack. We're supposed to create generational wealth. Um, we're supposed to leave inheritance inheritances for our children and our children's children. So that very much so is is realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else that she said, I agree with her. Um, especially our generation, we have this thing where we want something, but we want it right away. And we yeah. don't necessarily want to put in the work for it. Um, and it's it's pretty much like, okay, you, let's say we do have this couple that we aspire to be like, which is fine. It's it's fine to have role models, but you're only seeing the fruits of their labor. You're mm-hmm. not seeing the labor. And a lot of us don't understand the work um, and the process that there yeah. is into having something that is successful and worthwhile. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I thought the um, article was pretty accurate. Um, one of the things that really caught my attention was the the Instagram, the social media part. Um, we are so social media addicted, and we want validation for everything through social media. So we get in a relationship the first thing we do i know some of us don't that are more private whatever but usually we get in a relationship we post that first picture now everybody know and our relationship goes and we gotta document every single thing that we're doing where we're going um when we're together as just like ooh, their goals and i want to be like them and like their relationship is like all these things just to prove that we have a good relationship just to prove that we're happy and most of the time to be honest at least some of the time sometimes they post and they're not happy it's just simply because they have a following simply because they know other people are looking at them um but social media is such a dangerous thing and also with with the social media thing is the comparison part so it's like looking at other people's relationship and wanting that for yours and and you just never know what's going on behind closed doors so i think our generation has such a hard time like fathoming like hey people are on social media posting x y and z but you don't even know what's really going on like they look happy they they are traveling they're doing whatever but you you seriously don't know so 
that that comparison piece i think is also very um accurate and just overall like i said like the instagram social media validation all that yeah for me i think about this often me when it comes to social media i've never been one to like fantasize or be obsessed over like a couple or anything Mm -hmm. like that or or want for anything that anyone has on social media but however i do understand not everyone is like me so to me it's like at what point do we gut check ourselves and have some sort of self-accountability when it comes to letting social media have that much power over Mm. us and over our minds um because you know yes mental illness is up more than previous generations we hear a lot mm-hmm. more about you know suicide and things of that nature but the one mm-hmm. di- one of the many key differences is social media mm-hmm. so if we know that social media is causing a lot of these things such as anxiety or insecurity why do we continue to allow ourselves to engage with these platforms so I think that's something that we have to take into consideration, especially when it comes to um, being in a relationship, because for us believers, we shouldn't aspire to have a relationship like two carnal people or two non-believers. But most of us mm. do. And a lot of us look for relationship advice with people that aren't even believers, which is backwards. So I think there has to be more self-accountability when it comes to social media on our part. Mm, I agree. And the point that you made was like allow ourselves to, um, I guess, involve ourselves so much into the social media aspect or like use the platforms. I think even like having boundaries, it's like, okay, be on Twitter, be on Instagram, but like do not do not find yourself fantasizing and trying to put yourself in a position to be in a relationship that tries to mirror someone else's base simply based off what you see on social media because mm-hmm. social media is fake what people put out is fake like the content sometimes it just it just what's going on what you see the happy picture sometimes it really isn't happy um mm-hmm. they may have argued before that picture and right after they took that picture so you just never know so yeah yeah and it works on both ends too not only at the people that are viewing the social media posts Mm. but the couples that are posting it because a lot of times some people stay in relationships because of the number of likes they get on a picture or the number of retweets or the comments that are made and Mm. those um comments or those likes coming from Mm. people you don't even know affirms them Mm -hmm. and makes them feel secure in a relationship that is not making them secure the likes and the attention from Mm -hmm. the world makes them feel more secure than the person that they're with absolutely and there's you know there's go ahead no i was just gonna say it just works both ways absolutely and you know there's people um that have gained thousands of followers hundreds of thousands of followers simply because they're in a relationship simply because their pictures look good simply because their pictures are cute not not anything else there's nothing else of substance on their on their on their um pages but they feed into that themselves and so that that continues the cycle of them putting out that content and xyz um so yeah and i know how my sister feels about this stuff (laughs) i wish y'all could see my face (laughs) so yeah 
So what do you think are fundamental aspects of being in a relationship that sometimes our generation may not value, understand, or may not even, like, do? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is me giving my Christian slash spiritual perspective on relationships mm-hmm. and more so... Um, referencing marriage although i am not married so i'm not gonna go in in depth uh, on something that i have no experience in our generation doesn't realize how much work it takes when it comes to being in a relationship um and in, in terms of marriage the bible tells us the two become one flesh so you essentially become one body one unit um working together partnering with one another not realizing the magnitude of your actions and how that affects the other person mm-hmm. that you're with. Um, also, <laughs> us ladies sometimes, mm-hmm. ooh, someone is not going to like me for saying it, but I'm going to say oh, it. Um, a lot of us women are not okay with the man being the head of household. Mm-hmm. And, and and don't know how to honor a man mm. and one of the worst things that you can do is make a man feel like he's being controlled or doesn't have the opportunity to lead but a lot mm. of us women you know because I'm an independent woman and I can da, 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 da. okay sis that's fine to have your own nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it I'm mm-hmm. rooting for you I promise I am. But there comes a point we have to look at God's design for Mm -hmm. marriage, which Mm -hmm. puts the man as the head of the household. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean he controls you. That doesn't mean that he's supposed to manipulate you. Yeah. Right? Um, Mm -hmm. But that's one thing a lot of us women, a lot of women, a lot of us females, a lot of us women. How do I say that properly? A lot of us women. A lot of women a lot yes a lot of women need to work on especially now with you know our modern day feminists Mm, who are very extreme uh i would say lastly when it comes to two believers being together it's more than just being happy and loving someone there's Mm. divine purpose that's involved Mm -hmm. when it comes to relationships and marriages and you have to think like when you are dating someone or courting like does this man or does this woman complement my purpose can Mm. he be aligned he or she be aligned with my purpose and those are Mm. things that we don't think about a lot of times we look at people and they and we want them to fulfill the desires of our flesh Mm. versus our purpose Mm. so that's something that we we need to keep in mind mm, that's good what about mm. you what do you this is this may not even relate but once you said like how um like submitting and things like that this reminds me of the argument that's consistently on twitter or at facebook of who go who 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 is first or like the um who eats first the kids or the husband Oh, oh yeah! If you're the wife, whose plate are you fixing? Whose plate are you fixing first? Mm-hmm. This reminds me of that, and I I chuckle at the responses 
Because, okay, people honestly, people are going to choose their kids, of course. But what you just said and the honoring and the mm-hmm. and all that you said, it, it all goes back to that. The kids going to eat too, but like, yeah, I just thought about that. That was random, but yeah. anyway. You got a thought on that? Okay. No. You look like you were thinking. (laughs) I was thinking. I was just going to say, I mean, basically to summarize everything that I said, some women don't know how to let a man be a man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. Shut up. Because I'm making Mm. somebody mad. Mm. Go ahead. Mm. That's okay. (laughs) Um, Some fundamental aspects. I think one of the things that I think our, our generation does not understand or value, teamwork relationships aren't you figure out your stuff I figure out my stuff and we're just you just tell me how it goes like I think teamwork is super important in relationships because you gotta know how to work um you gotta work through tough times together you gotta if if I as a wife am struggling with this you as a husband have to be my teammate and help me that's like you're you're a teammate in, in raising kids you're a teammate and if you have a like the divine purpose and whatever mm-hmm. ministry you're called to do as a couple. Um, you got to be teammates in your finances. You got to be team in everything. You got to be partners in everything. And I think that's something that is not um, valued or understood by our uh, generation. You're thinking. No, I'm not. I'm okay. <laughs> and another one is just communicating. I don't like millennials don't know how to communicate. I don't think we value, like, truly understand what it means to communicate effectively. Uh, I think, of course, social media, the age of texting, FaceTime, whatever. I don't think we understand the value of good communication and how good communication can um, stop a lot of things from happening that don't need to happen or letting things boil over that don't need to boil over. So... I think those are my two teamwork, communication. I said understanding, and I and I when I said that, it's just like understanding the other person, like mm. the basic understanding. I think we rush into getting to know people super early, and so we think we know them based off of, well, he makes me feel this way, and blah 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 blah. blah. But like a basic, true understanding of how that person is, what they like, what they don't like, and just who they are as a person. And that folds into everything else. If you know how a person is, if you know how they are, what they like, etc., you know how to be a better teammate to them, and you know how to better communicate with them once you actually have an understanding of who they are. Mm, that's good. So you mentioned communication, not mm-hmm. only do we need to do a better job in learning how to communicate effectively, we need to learn how to communicate even when we don't want to. Yeah. Which, okay, to be completely honest, Courtney, you and I are good. Ciao. <laughs> we, we are so good for not wanting to talk to each other when it's clear we need to talk to each other. We need to, to talk each to other. each other. It's like, bruh, I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> yes, and the thing is, now is the time to practice this while we're single. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's because I, there's um, one, 
I have one friend and, and she's married and she's a, just a little bit older than us and she tells me all the time, Monty, this is the stuff you need to work on now before you get married. So oh, um, I think we take this time of singleness for granted. Absolutely. And we want to, we're so focused on getting into a relationship or trying to rush down the aisle. Um, yeah. We don't fully understand what all marriage is, what mm-hmm. the work you have to put into it. And some of us don't even understand God's design for marriage and yeah. God's intention behind marriage and what yeah. a godly marriage is and what that looks yeah. like. I agree. Absolutely. And once you and once you know that, everything else will fall into place. How how you approach relationships and everything else will fall into place okay so based on your past relationships what you know what what do you plan on doing differently in the future in regards to relationships my god jesus I yeah, plan that's, on doing, that's, that's the name to call it jesus. i plan on doing a whole lot of things differently so one i'm gonna choose to be with someone who is a follower of Christ because mm. I have never been in a relationship with someone who is a believer who willingly serves in church and and truly loves God. I've been in a relationship where someone was a believer but honestly just went to church because I was telling him to go to church, not because he wanted to. Mm. I don't want that. If you lukewarm, I don't want you. And... <laughs> I don't. I'm just, listen, I'm just being honest. And um, one thing that I realized is if you don't love God, you can't love me because you don't know what love is. Mm -hmm. Because God is love. So I'm no longer dating men that hate the presence of God. Mm. Not doing it. Mm. Two, I am no longer compromising who I am to make a man feel comfortable because I have been in relationships where I had to hold back certain parts of me, whether it was the spiritual side of me or whether it was the educated side of me. I had to hold those parts of me back just so I didn't make the person I was with feel less than. Mm -hmm. And I never really felt good about doing it However, I was just trying to spare their feelings. But now I'm just like, no, I am being me unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, if my husband <laughs> is listening, I know he could be. I don't know. I'm hollering. <laughs> I need you to understand. You will understand. I am more than just your cute little arm piece. Okay. I am more than just your cute little arm piece. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm going to make you look good. No doubt about that. However, there is more to me than just a pretty face. You mm-hmm. must understand that there is a call on my mm-hmm. life and you cannot be intimidated by that. Come on, that's it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if he's mm. listening. But if you are, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, you've been you've been warned. <laughs> Lastly, I am no. There's two other things I have. Um, another thing is I'm choosing to be with a man who knows how to be responsible for himself. Because all the other men, not all the other men, but Tyrone specifically, al- allowed me to try and play God for him. I don't want a man like that. And a real man is not going to let a woman do that for him. So I'm learning. I need to make sure my picker is on <laughs> and, and choose men that will be responsible for their actions um, and their feelings and, and the choices mm-hmm. that they make in life. Mm-hmm. Lastly, I am very clear on what my standards are. Mm-hmm. I have a list of, of, of requirements that you must meet. There is no compromising. There is no, oh, you can meet some of these, but not. No, you must meet all of these requirements. I have them written down because... I am setting a standard mm-hmm. and I refuse to settle for less than. And my mm-hmm. standards, they're not like, oh, you must make six figures. No. Now, at some point, that would be lovely. But right <laughs> out the gate, no. Um, and I have it written down. So it's very clear on what my standards are. Yes. And there's about 15 of them. Mm. Oh, you think I'm crazy for that? No, sis. Is that why you I'm sitting here, No, I'm sitting here thinking. Oh, do you want to know what some of them are? I already know what some of them are. You do? I've shared this with you? Yes. Should I share it with the people? With the saints? Because <laughs> I feel um, like someone is like, why do why you Why she got 15? 15, right. <laughs> And I feel like one of the main people is my daddy. Like, why does this girl have 15 kids? Now I'm going wow. to have to explain, wow. daddy, so you understand some of the things that are on this list. Come on, Pop. Okay. Um, one, you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Period. Period. No, no compromising on that one. Two, actively serve in church. You have to. There's no compromising. Um... Mm-hmm. Not afraid to worship and pray in spirit and truth. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, doesn't sag his pants. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. No, sir. No. No, 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 no. You have to be educated. I'm not saying that you have to have, um, have gone to a four-year university because you could very much so be a chef. But, hey, I'm here for it. You have to be educated in something, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what's one more thing? Mm. Will express and communicate his feelings. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's important. Yeah, so they're not unrealistic, daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how you called him out like Cause that. Cause I just, I just, I just felt like I was gonna get a text talking about. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what about you? What do you plan on doing differently in future relationships? Ooh. So I've only been in one relationship. So going off of that, I was. <laughs> was that a dig? 
<laughs> I don't know what that was, but I felt it in my spirit. And um, I thought that was a dig. So, but keep it pushing. Go ahead. It's oh my God. My I God. own my truth. Go ahead. Wait, no. Um, Not regarding you. I thought you um, meant regards to Bernard. Uh, oh, no. I was talking about me. No, girl. Um, Imani. I, mean, I was going to say it's fine. It's Money. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna be quiet. Go ahead. <laughs> so based off this phone relationship, um, I was gullible. I was extremely gullible. And this is one thing I won't do differently. I was completely convinced this man was my husband. Completely. Only because I think I was so gullible because of how the package came. And when I say the package came, he was in ministry of some sort. Um, he was educated and he was very, he was very in tune with his feelings and he would, he would communicate all this. And I thought the package, it, how it came, I was like, yeah, this is my husband. And I moved so fast in my head. I just assumed, like I just knew. And for me, I don't plan to do that in the future. I just assumed he was my husband right off the bat and that led me like staying longer than I should have because I'm like well this too shall pass right we gotta get through it because this is gonna be my husband no so I think one of the things is not moving too fast in my head and making sure that I take the time um this goes into my next step my next one um to really get to know the person to really get to know the person. And you know people based off what they show you. Mm. You know them based off of how they make you feel, what the conversations you all have, um, things like that, sweet talks, like all that. But you you don't know people um, until things get really bad and then it's like, oh, like I I didn't know like you were like this or you were controlling or manipulative or whatever so I think and also for me because I did not take the time at least I thought I was taking the time to get to know this person I really wasn't I was I was the friend stage is very important like getting to know them as friends and just getting to know them building Mm -hmm. that bond I did I we were sort of already like pre-boot up like sort of like pre-relationship we weren't even trying to think of like a friendship and that caused me to like of course rush into things and um I really that's one thing so getting to know the person third is keeping God in the forefront Mm. I think in this instance because we were both believers it's like hey we're believers and that was that and it did not it it no um so i think keeping god in the forefront for me that looks like we're being diligent in our in our walks as individuals and as collective so that means like praying and um going to god for guidance and different things in our relationships like that's what i mean by that and from previous relationship that that just wasn't a thing um and that did not happen and what 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 is another one that i i had it and it just left me i may come back to it but 
those are my three. And also I would say not losing myself mm. and being trying to be what someone else wanted me to be. Mm. Um, in that relationship down to like different things. Like you should do this and you should do that or you should like this and me falling for it because they, they suggested it and I wanted them to like, I wanted them to be happy that I was doing X, Y, and Z or blah, 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 blah. So that would be another one. Those are my four. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're thinking of these things um, based upon, like, our past experiences. Like, we're not trying to go back to the same oh, types no. of people. Child. Oh, that's that's another one. Oh, he has to be, yeah. He has to okay, be. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> like, honestly, truly be a representation of what it means to be a believer. And I think, for me, believer, uh, being a believer is... You gotta, it's action behind that. Yeah, like, I want to see how you act outside of church. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, serving in and church then. is good, and that's a very big part of being a follower of Christ. But I need to see how you act outside of church. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So those are my, I guess, five. <laughs> good. Thanks for sharing. Um, thank you. So how or if are you planning or preparing for future relationships? So I'm doing a few things. One, I'm working on changing unhealthy behaviors and healing from childhood trauma because I don't want to carry that baggage into my relationship or marriage because I very much saw that play out with my parents before they got a divorce when it came to my mom. So that includes, you know, going to therapy, which I am a huge advocate for, mm-hmm. um, and even attending emotional support groups because it helps me get a better understanding of who I am. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I am learning how to be completely secure with myself through God and allowing him to fulfill me so I don't depend on a man for fulfillment. Mm. I'm learning how to affirm myself, tell myself that I am beautiful, tell myself that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, Um, Mm -hmm. repeating what the word of God says about me or even things that God has told me personally about myself because I'm allowing him to fulfill me. And not depending mm-hmm. on another person. Mm-hmm. And it's so important because a lot of people get into relationships just to feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just to have someone make them feel good. When, when the source of everything that we need is God. Mm-hmm. Lastly, um, I'm very big on... Like praying for my husband, even though I haven't met him, or I at least think I haven't met him, and speaking things into existence for the life that I want us to live. Mm -hmm. And it's even to a point, you know, Courtney knows this, I have a journal specifically for my husband. So I have been writing letters to him for about the past year and a half and just writing down the different life experiences that I have or like what's going on with me so he can fully understand everything that I've been through and why I am the way that I am and 
one for me that's an act of faith because yes I have faith that God will send my husband and he will be tailor made just for me he will be everything Mm -hmm. that I need him to be and more and two I really think it's important for someone to really know a person Mm -hmm. like before getting married and so Mm -hmm. I actually like plan on giving it to my husband before we get married Mm -hmm. um So those are the things that I'm doing. Not only am I like enjoying my singleness, but there are also some things that I'm doing in preparation for that timing when my husband comes into my life. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, um, I'm going to come back. But a recurring thing we keep hearing is we got to get to know, like to really get to know the person. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a that's a reoccurring thing, but I mean, I mean that's important. Point. A lot of people it's don't realize really, it. Right? It's, it's important. You got to know the person, important. and you got to like the person. That's a. <laughs> it seems like common sense, but a lot of people don't do that's those important. things. Take the takes. A lot of people don't take those steps for getting mm-hmm. to relationship. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I agree. Um. So for me, like you said, we're sort of on the same like path in this. It's just sort of on my like the healing journey, mm-hmm. like getting rid of those, um, unhealthy behaviors, um, securing myself in the Lord. And like, like you said, not having to depend on anyone to tell me that I'm the bomb.com, like no one, you know, having that security in myself and, and with God, um, that's, that's it. And therapy, therapy is mm-hmm. a great one. Breaking generational curses. <laughs> it is not for the weak. It's not it it it's it's not at all. Um, yeah. So therapy, breaking generational curses. So there's no there's no baggage. Um, and in this time, I think preparing for a future relationship it's it can be difficult. Um, with with this process of healing, right? Therapy, talking things out that you like don't want to relive or things like that. Um, so I think it's, it, it's, it can be painful. It can be like uncomfortable, but it's necessary mm-hmm. for the next stage. So for the relationship, for the marriage. So when I come in, we're both healthy and whole. Well, at least I, I hope he, he's doing the same, but <laughs> like we'll be healthy and whole. So, um, that's pretty much so it. Yeah, absolutely. And the way that I see it is like, I would hate for God to send me my husband, someone who loves me and cherishes me and loves me the way that a man should love a woman mm-hmm. and let him pay for the mistakes uh, that other people mm-hmm. have made. Like, I would hate to just really, like, act up one day. and He'd be like, where is this coming from? Why are you mm-hmm. acting out on me? And I have nothing mm-hmm. to do with your issues or Mm -hmm. you know why you feel Mm -hmm. the way that you do so that's another thing Mm -hmm. that I try and take into consideration I do not want to I don't I won't won't say miss out on God's blessing but Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything to run someone away or bring unnecessary pain and hurt to someone yeah yeah I totally agree Mm. So, uh, get your house in order, basically. Basically. Get your heart and house in order, right? Get yourself together. This is a good Mm -hmm. conversation. I'm glad. I'm glad we did two parts on this because there's just so much to cover with relationships. We could have, we could have a whole podcast on relationships. Sure sure could. Yeah. Surely could. This is good. All right. 
you're thinking? What are you thinking about? No, like this is just like last week's episode of like how what we've gone through in relationship, the maturity, right? Of just like <laughs> where we were in the headspace that we were in. Mm, thank God for growth. <laughs> So to, to even having this conversation, and we're having this conversation um, as twenty-two-year-olds. So I can imagine when we get once we you know once we are healed and generational curses are broken and X, Y, and Z. I can imagine the the episode when we've gone through all that. We are in relationships. We're married. Whatever the mature, like just the stages of maturity and growth is going to be. Amazing. Absolutely. So, y'all, let's go ahead and get into this word. Um, so it's more than one verse for this episode. We have 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 15. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Bilal? Or what does a believer have in common with an with a non-believer so this is paul the apostle um giving uh instruction to the church in corinth but this is also something that applies to us today it doesn't do us any good to link ourselves with an unbeliever because we'll never be able to fulfill the call that's on our life on our lives when the person that we have become one with doesn't have the knowledge or wisdom with God. And the word yoked means to become joined, linked, or united with. And as believers, we must be careful when non-believers pursue us romantically because it will most likely become a distraction and pull us mm-hmm. away from God. Anyone who discourages you or doesn't support you to have a relationship with God is not the type of person God wants us to be with. And ultimately, because there is divine purpose in our relationships, the person that you are with should be right there with you going straight to the throne of God, mm-hmm. um, right there with you trying to go deeper in God, go right there with you praying, um, mm-hmm. interceding on your behalf, worshiping mm-hmm. for you, giving you revelation. That's the type of person that God wants you to be with and ultimately if you're with the unbeliever you're but we're with someone that don't even know how to love you because i don't know of god mm-hmm. so, yeah that's that's the bible verse in the tidbit <laughs> for this episode what was it again what was it again second corinthians chapter 6 verses 14 through 15 whoop whoop yes all right i'm gonna close this out in prayer All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you um, for this time. Thank you for allowing us to have this episode about relationships and being able to spread wisdom and knowledge about the things that we're experiencing. And hopefully it'll help others in in their um, walk and and everything else. Lord, I pray that you grant us wisdom um, in who we choose to be in relationships with. I pray that you help us to link ourselves with believers. I thank you. And I pray that you help us um, with our ability to discern who is supposed to be in our lives, 
who are we are supposed to be connected with? Who are the people that you have divinely um, called us to be connected with, Lord? Yes. I thank you, and I pray that you help us to be diligent in what you're saying, to listen to you, and to not become distracted on um, what we think looks good, what we think we want, but to know that you have called us to be with people that are, are believers, that we will be equally yoked, and we will not be distracted. Lord, I thank you just for your wisdom and your guidance. And I thank you for all of the men and women that are listening to this podcast. And I pray that you just continue to help them on whatever journey they have or are, are on in regards to relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if y'all have any topic suggestions, go ahead and fill out the form in our link tree, which that link is in our bio on Instagram. Please let us know what y'all think about this week's episode. If you want to keep asking me about Tyrone, that's perfectly fine (laughs) with me. I will tell you what not to do um, and how to be better than me. Also, if you want to submit a listener letter, go ahead and email that to us at um, the Soul Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, y'all, take care of yourselves and be blessed. Bye. Bye.